0: Today on the Homeboys podcast, we are talking about a call to action, real estate investment moves that you should make right now before it's too late.
1: We're gonna cover what beginning investors should be looking at right now. We're gonna talk about what intermediate investor who owns one to 10 properties should really be focused on. And last, we're gonna give some tips for those advanced investors out there who own lots of real estate. Stay
0: tuned, you're
1: kicking it with the Homeboys.
0: Everybody, you're kicking it with the Homeboys and the Homeboys podcast. We got a really exciting topic for you today. It is a call to action. We're talking real estate investment moves that you should be making right now. As always, I'm here with my partner in crime, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Scott Adams. You Ready?
1: I'm ready, man. Glad talking, to be here with you.
0: What are we going to be talking about today? Well,
1: we're going to we're going to start by explaining what a beginning investor should do right now. Someone who hasn't hasn't taken the dive into real estate yet. We're going to then talk about what intermediate investors should do. So anyone who owns say, you know, 1 to 10 rental properties is is kind of in the game as they say, sure. what they should do. And then we're going to also add some tips at the end for an advanced investor, someone like us who owns a lot of real estate, commercial properties, residential properties. Um, so I think it'll be real useful information today because times are a-changing, and now is the time to take a look at things, whether you're beginner, intermediate, or advanced. Take a good look at what you're, you're holding and make some changes.
0: I love it, man. Yeah. We've, well, uh, we've been doing a lot of recording today. We've done some different... Uh, social media clips and stuff, you know, we're, we're working it hard out there, bringing it to the people, trying to provide some financial literacy, but, uh, I'm a little, I'm a little, uh, fatigued yeah. at the moment, but I'm excited to be talking about this.
1: Yeah. I, I was feeling pretty fatigued until I started. Now I got myself all worked up about this. Cause this is, this is an interesting thing. It's something that you and I are in the midst of doing ourselves. So we just took a look at our entire holdings portfolio and our, really focused on cleaning up some things that we have let sit there to be honest we we've bought some buildings we've bought some land and then we just said yeah we'll get to that someday well that something needs to be now we've also added a Lot of properties to our portfolio in the last few weeks. We've added three duplexes, uh, two houses. There's just a lot of holdings um, that we're trying to clean up to be ready for what we think is coming with kind of a shift in the economy and the inflation that's already here.
0: Got some big developments starting too, which has got me all stoked up. Yeah. You know, one in my hometown of uh, Rockport, Indiana, just outside of Evansville, southern part of the state. And we're, we're doing it with a couple of our. Good friends down there, and um, just lots of exciting things. But it is amazing how how messy things can get. You know how quick. Uh, you know we don't want to pass up deals ever, right. and we didn't pass up deals. Sometimes we sat on them a little bit longer than we should, and we're kind of kind of cleaning them up. But. Uh, Hey, that happens. Yeah,
1: you know. it's natural. And and we're going to get to that for the intermediate and advanced uh, investor. They should be doing what we're doing, and we'll give you some more tips in, in that area. But if you are a beginning investor, say you have one house, or if you have not invested yet in real estate, and it's something that's always uh, been on your mind, something that you've wanted to do, we believe right now is the time to make sure that you've got at least a property or a handful of them That can help see you through some possible downturns that are coming and to capture some of this inflationary appreciation that's gone on and to help offset any uh, of the bumps in the road in your own life. And we say that because both of us made it through the last recession when we saw a lot of people fall to the side. We made it through that last recession in this business because we owned cash flowing assets that helped see us through.
0: I think you're, you're going to get a lot of pushback. People saying, "Well, oh, well, why would I buy an investment property now? You know, people are saying that we could be going into a recession and, you know, it could be, uh, you know, values could be going down. It could, you know, there could be more foreclosures. Mm-hmm. You know, why now? And for, for us, it is always be looking. You know, your ear always down to the ground. And don't pass up deals. We're still seeing deals. We're still buying stuff. Uh, like Scott said, we just picked up a lot in the last uh, last couple of weeks. If you get the mindset of, oh, I'll wait until, or I'll do it when, you get started off on that mindset. It's hard to break that mindset. We talk about it all the time when we go speak at some of these real estate events. We get the same handful of people that have been coming up to us for years that won't pull the trigger it irritates the crap out of me. Stop wasting your time, and definitely stop wasting my time. I don't have time to talk to someone, you know, that's not going to get off their 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 tail and get moving. I mean, it's always time to be investing. Get started.
1: Right. It's it's so hard to time a market too. So I understand that argument. I'm going to wait until there's deals out there. Well, financing could be a lot stricter than you may not be able to buy it as easily. There may be a lot more competition. But at the end of the day, you're right. You should be ready for deals as they come. However, until that comes, you need some long-term cash-flowing assets that can help see you through. And if you are buying as a long-term cash inve- or long-term cash flow investor that's going to hold these properties for a long time, then there are deals out there right now that will pay you dividend year after year after year. Did you buy it at the very bottom of the market? Probably not. Do you care? Not really, as long as it's producing those dividends. And over time, if you're looking at things through a 10 to 20-year perspective, which is the only way you should look at these, then now is a great time to buy. I understand. We agree. could be a recession. But if you're a beginner, get in. If you're intermediate, get some more. Clean up any dogs you have. You got a property that you just keep putting off, hey, I need to redo that kitchen or I haven't turned it. I had a tenant move out, and I don't want to go spend the five grand to clean it up and mess with it and get it re-rented. It's not costing me that much. Now is not the time to let property sit. Now is the time to clean up your portfolio and get it working smoothly so that you are ready for the bumps.
0: So in addition to that, uh, I think it's also important for – you know, we get we get ridden pretty hard about being chicken littles all the time. And it's not us being chicken littles. We want to protect our listeners as we've protected ourselves through, you know, several, you know, economic downturns. Be prepared for an apocalypse. You know, I always, you know, I, I, I'm always a, a glass half empty kind of guy. Um, I know And at life, I'm actually a glass half full. Scott could attest to that. I'm very optimistic about life in general. But when it comes to investing, I think it's better to be a glass half empty guy because it prepares you for crap. If crap happens, then you're ready. So, you know, one great hedge against that, increase your cash reserves. People don't understand that when, you know, when you fall into – um, tough economic times. And there's a, a huge percentage of our investment community that has not been through a period of time where lending is challenging. Money has flowed like has flowed like crazy over the last 10 to 15 years. And people don't understand that that's not how it's always going to be. You know, if you're using your properties as piggy banks that can stop when you're trying to add new properties that can stop. Um, uh, Increase your cash because you may not have the same access to cash as that you've always had. We hear people that are doing the Burr method. We believe in the Burr method, which is buy, uh, renovate, um, rent, refinance, and repeat. Um, you know, that, that, that refinance part may not be available. So you really have to, to proceed with caution You may not be able to pull money out of your properties. Let me say it again. You may not be able to pull money out of your properties. And if that's part of your equation for moving forward or even worse, you use that for your daily living expenses, prepare, prepare, prepare. It could get ugly. Money is not always going to flow, you know, this easy.
1: Yeah. It's, I wish someone had told me that before the the first uh, great recession that I went through. I got really lucky because I I happened to have, as, as Clint knows, I, I unloaded all of my dogs before that because I had some life changes and I, I was pretty unhappy. And I unloaded a portfolio of garbage properties, garbage. And I would have been sunken had I not done that. And i I didn't have a crystal ball. I just got lucky. I happened to sell them before it happens. And a lot of people that are smarter, um, more well educated, have more experience than you or us failed in the Great Recession. We watched it happen, who were leveraged too much. So just be careful. Keep some cash reserves on hand. Make sure your properties are cleaned up going into it. You have the right ones. And take good care of those properties because they can see you through this stuff you know it's it, it, as cash gets thinner and harder to access the properties you have will become more valuable to you because you can't add more sometimes during these periods so i think it's points. also
0: important to to note that cash can be you know difficult to come by but then someone may be saying yeah but if i've got my property rented out and my tenant is paying for um, my mortgage, then why, you know, why do I care? Also be cautious of during these particular times, more people can't pay their rent. Um, because of that, maintenance is higher. Your entire operating costs change during recessions. I watched it during the, during the Great Recession. and it's, it's a phenomenon that a lot of people don't understand. Money gets slow. Rents are more likely not to be paid. Most of them still are. But the percentage, you know, goes up, which will increase your maintenance. Also, be prepared for an apocalypse. I'm yeah. not saying that apocalypse is going to happen, but you will thank yourself if you get into a period that we're like we're discussing, where the money is hard to come by, and other people are struggling. Meaning tenants with rent maintenance goes up, et cetera.
1: Yeah, that so a recession can be a very interesting time as a landlord and and. Uh, property owner because there's a couple of things that, that can happen that are kind of surprising. A, your rental demand could possibly go up. There's a lot less people who can afford to buy houses, a lot more people moving into rentals. We're already seeing that across the board, across the country right now. But at the same time, the tenant delinquency rate goes up. So you have more demand, but your tenants are more likely to be behind or to fail to pay. So it's a good thing to have those properties because you're going to have enough tenants out there to keep them filled. But it is a little bumpier. It just is. There's more bumps in the road with that. So that's a great point.
0: And the bumps could last for a while, too. Mm-hmm. I think it's important to mention that, um, you know, recessionary times, you know, it doesn't mean it's going to be two months, or six months, or even a year. You know, these periods can last for a long time. And I think you have to be prepared for them to last for a long time. The great thing about it, it's a great time to pick up additional properties. Mm-hmm. You don't get to ring the register during these times. So if you're cashing, you thinking that you're going to be cashing in uh, during a recession, much more difficult. However, you make your money when you buy. During recessions, it's a great time to add to your portfolio. You'll be able to ring that register later. The recession, uh, you know, or even just a, a small downturn or bear market, whatever you want to say, it could last four years. Um, you know, five years, you know, be prepared for it. Nobody has a crystal ball, but it can happen.
1: Yeah. And again, having rental properties through that is an amazing experience. We've experienced ourselves. Um, Clint really dove in starting in 2008 into client management of rental properties for his clients. He had a lot of clients who were flippers at the time, and he began um, managing those properties. That's how That's how he got his first Uh, you know, toe in the water of managing other people's properties. And they immediately um, accidentally discovered how wonderful rental properties are. A lot of them, you know, it's a, you can flip a property and make some cash and it's great, but a rental property keeps on paying those dividends year after year after year. um, You get the bonus of appreciation over a large period of time, never count on it for short periods and we don't sell on appreciation period anyway but that's a little bonus that comes the tenants paying down your mortgage you can ride out these these recessions where everyone else is freaking out and you can be smooth it's amazing how much easier it smooths out life we both went through periods in the last recession where we didn't take uh, paychecks for years for over a year for me and over a year for you
0: I'd say it's I think, I'd say it's probably closer to to I mean that would take a you know, something here and there, but not a defined paycheck. Right. Um, and we several had several years
1: and we had cash flowing, uh, rental properties that could see us through. Now we don't take, um, but the uh, bulk of my wealth was made during that time. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a time to, uh, it's a time to survive and add. It feels counterintuitive, but it, it's a, it can be a great time ahead. So no reason to be scared. But if you haven't uh, started start, if you've got one or two, add a couple more, it'll help see you through. If you already have say you know between 5 and 10 or maybe a few more uh, properties yourselves look at them all analyze them see if they're working if they're not dump them replace them with something else or couple something else and uh, you'll be glad you did it before the recession happened and then be ready and poised to buy more as as times change here which we think is coming you know which brings us to the advanced inv- investor
0: yeah you know and not a lot um, changes it's more scale from the intermediate to the advanced and sometimes the advanced investor has um, some larger you know commercial multifamily or some sort of commercial project or just you know scores of homes um, you know that they own. but I would recommend keeping your cash reserves even more robust. If you've got that many properties, um, if things go south, it could go exponentially. so, um, you know, analyze your portfolio and create, you know, uh, a formula that, that works for you as far as cash reserves. I'm not going to tell anyone to put a number on it because an advanced investor, you know, could really have, um, you know, anywhere from 2 million of assets all the way to a billion of assets. So it's hard to, it's hard to, to put a number or a percentage to that. But you want increased um, cash reserves.
1: Yeah. And you'll want them for, for opportunities. If someone's already advanced investor, they don't need much of this advice because they already know that they want to be poised and have cash heavy going into this, um, so that they can pick up opportunities. You know, mo- most advanced advanced investors know that when there's blood in the streets, buy, 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 as Warren, Warren Buffett says. Say it all the time. You know, and they also know to shore up their finances heading into the storm because it's, it's almost impossible to do if you haven't done it before the storm hits you. Um, but, you know, those are the things that the advanced investors are doing now. So it's more in terms of rather than us advising them, I guess it's us sharing what they're doing. Which is these things? The advanced investors are doing those things, correct? And they are unloading dogs with fleas. We've seen it, you know. We've we've seen a couple of uh, of uh, as Clint calls them turds out there for sale that look great on paper, but we know what they are—just
0: polishing pieces of fecal matter. Yeah. So At be be a little day, careful you still too. You've Got a piece of fecal matter.
1: Yeah. If you see something that you consider as a deal, like a home run deal right now, be very wary because the advanced investors are dumping. Anything that they don't like,
0: Yeah, if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is yeah. you know, and we're we're excited about this. We've kind of been waiting for uh, a recession or at least a pullback you know for quite some time. It's been exceptionally hard for the beginning intermediate or advanced investor to um, to to keep up with the competition you know, we've had Wall Street landlords. We've just had a multitude of people flooding the market that you know claim to be real estate experts. It makes it more difficult for uh, for any season of real estate investor. So we were we've been kind of waiting uh, for that pullback. I don't want it to sound like I'm wanting people to to not succeed in real estate. That's that is not true. We we are huge advocates. In growing the kingdom and making sure that as many people succeed as possible. We really want to take our knowledge and give it to the next generation and help them to achieve uh, generational financial wealth. But we know what happens during these times. It is going to flush out a lot of people that probably should not be in real estate, which Mm -hmm. will create more opportunities.
1: Or we're operating in the wrong way. And for anyone who's kind of a younger investor and hasn't uh, been through a recessionary period, just keep in mind, recessionary periods, There's a, most economists will tell you are a healthy part of an economic cycle, that they are needed, that they do some good out there. They It's natural selection at work. It thins thins the market. It corrects a lot of things that have gone wrong. Uh, it makes it corrects things that should not be the way they are right now at the same time again like clint said we don't like seeing people hurt but don't be scared of what's coming just get ready clean things up add some properties keep your cash on hand it's that simple
0: keep listening to the homeboys that's our podcast for this week we want to help as many people as possible so hey keep listening to the homeboys we're on your team we want to help you Check us out at homeboyspodcast.com. We're going to keep cranking this stuff out, baby. Till next time, happy investing.